everybody. This is Jimmy Smith. Welcome to another episode of the Biblical Business Leaders Podcast. Excited to be back to you in 2022. I've taken few weeks off, uh, you know, got a couple projects I've been working on, been obviously looking towards 2022 and some of the goals and plans that I have for this coming year. Um, but yeah, I hope that you all had an amazing uh, Christmas season, holiday season, doing Thanksgiving and Christmas and uh, New Year's, all that different stuff that we've got going on uh, at the end of every year. It's my favorite time of the year. And so I hope that you had a blessed time with friends and family. We're able to take some time off away from work, uh, take some time off away from your businesses, and ultimately uh, focus on the, the blessings God's given us. But um, today I'm excited to be coming to you with, with just uh, some thoughts that I've uh, you know recently had uh, in regards to uh, waiting on God. Um, I wanted to make sure that, that we discuss this because it can be so easy in our businesses to feel like we're constantly putting in work and, and either not seeing the results or not seeing the results that we are hoping for. And obviously, this applies to any any period of time in your life where you might be waiting on God to move, but it also is very applicable for us as entrepreneurs um, for the things that we we do uh, on a day-to-day basis. So uh, before we get into that, let's go ahead and start off uh, with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I just want to come before you today and thank you so much for uh, this season, for this new year, um, for uh, the ability to mentally reset uh, ourselves uh, from a business perspective, from a, a spiritual perspective with you and our relationship with you, uh, from an interpersonal perspective with our relationships with other people and and who we bring into our lives and the thoughts that we bring into our lives. And just thank you that there is a time each each year uh, that we ultimately get to um, think about it a little bit more than we normally do uh, the rest of the year. And so, Father, I just pray for your blessings over everyone that's listening to this now and in the future that ultimately uh, you bring your uh, heavenly blessings into their lives, into their businesses, into everything that you've already blessed them with. I pray that you uh, allow them to see the blessings that you've placed in their lives and all the good things that you've given them, even in seasons of waiting, even in seasons of of grinding and doing the work and planting seeds and not seeing things uh, sprout up in their business or in their life and other uh, aspects or other areas. I pray that ultimately they see your blessing and your hand working in them. I uh, thank you so much for every person that listens to this. Uh, and I ultimately just pray uh, for your blessing and for your will to be done in their lives. And uh, in Yeshua's name, we pray. Amen. All right. So uh, I wanted to talk today, as I said, about waiting on God, uh, because there is so much from an entrepreneurial perspective where, um, you know, we we're constantly planting seeds on a day-to-day basis um, with the daily activities that we're doing in our business, in our personal lives, et cetera. And I'm going to focus on uh, our business, but again, this applies to anything, whether it's uh, relationships or it's even our relationship with God. Uh, sometimes it can feel like you're constantly uh, trying to put in the work and maybe you're not uh, you know, seeing the results you're hoping for in uh, the way that God is leading your life. But ultimately, uh, we can have the confidence and the assurance that he is there for us and that he is um, seeing what we're doing. But from a business perspective, this becomes um, even more, not more important, but it becomes uh, more apparent in a lot of things that we do because there's daily activities. There's daily things that that we need to do, whether it's paperwork or it's dealing with employees or it's finding more inventory or Maybe you're having a bad year, but you're working extra hard and you don't know why. Um, and so I hope that this um, this message today encourages you uh, because there are times in our life where we're going to have to wait. 
Uh, we're going to have to grind through the days in our businesses, our personal lives, spiritual lives, et cetera, where ultimately we're going to have to do that work, get up, get out of bed and do the things that maybe we aren't motivated to do, but we know we have to do them uh, because God has called us to do them. They, God's called us to, to be a blessing and to provide for our families, to provide um, you know, for, for other organizations or charities or things that we can do to ultimately bless other people. But it does take work. We are constantly, as entrepreneurs, planting seeds uh, in our business, um, which directly correlates to all of the different uh, you know, farming uh, examples given in the Bible, uh, directly correlates to a lot of the different uh, examples given in the Bible, not just from a farming perspective, but it's very applicable uh, in, in this day and age um, for us. Ultimately, we're waiting for something to grow uh, and see the fruits of our labor from that. For constantly, each and every day, putting in the work, hoping that uh, one day we're going to get this result um, that you know God has placed on our hearts to obtain, we have to have confidence in him that he's going to bring that about. And in Job 5.10, it says that uh, God, he gives rain for the earth and water for the fields. Now, uh, I bring this up because in order to grow a crop, uh, in, in a farming analogy, it must rain. Uh, in order to have a bountiful harvest, to have um, a, a harvest where there's plenty of food reaped from that, uh, you must sow the seeds, wait for the growth, and at just the right time, reap the harvest. It's not, uh, at least from my perspective, whenever I read through the Bible and I see these different messages about rains uh, having to come and harvest having to happen, it's not just cut and dry. We're like, oh, cool. Rain came uh, on you know, March 1st and on uh, March 8th, uh, we've got a basket of food just sitting in our house, right? That's not how it works. But a lot of times it can be easy for us to think of it in that way that, oh, yes, rain has to come. We know it takes a little bit of time to grow. Uh, and we don't ever really think about the work that it takes to truly uh, collect that harvest. Uh, and we have to do it at just the right time. We don't think about that either, um, but it's something that we just think, it, oh, okay, there's going to be small periods of maybe difficulty, and in that small period, we're going to have the reward right away, especially in today's culture where everything is um, placed in our lives pretty much right away. If you live uh, in any developed country, you can go out and get food um, you know, very quickly, very easily. You can have it delivered to your door within an hour. Um, you have to do very little to get that food. Uh, and so uh, I want to use the analogies given throughout the Bible to show uh, that in those seasons of your life and your business or otherwise, when you're constantly planting seeds, uh, you're constantly um, you know, uh, working to uh, get that harvest and you're not seeing results, that there is encouragement throughout the Bible that those, those are for specific reasons. Um, in in Zechariah 10.1, it says, ask the Lord for rain in the spring, for he makes the storm clouds and he will send showers of rain so every field becomes a lush pasture. And um, I want to highlight the fact that it says, for he makes the storm clouds. Now, in pop culture, in the world, anytime there's a storm cloud that's happening or you're having a bad season in your life, it's always um, 
you know, illustrated as a storm cloud, right? If you've ever seen like memes or movies or TV shows where somebody's having a bad day, it's like one storm cloud over that person as they're walking through the city. And it's just a black storm cloud that is, you know, a super dark gray and just pouring rain on just them and no one else. You see that all the time, even in today's culture, but it's highlighted in Zechariah 10.1 that God makes the storm clouds. And, and we see that as a blessing, right? Back when these things were being written, rain was truly uh, a blessing and um, because you know there could be droughts as there were throughout the Bible as well. But we see storm clouds, we see difficult times uh, as something that uh, is maybe we're doing something wrong. You know, maybe we're failing in our life because we've got difficulties or because we have a storm cloud constantly following us. Um, and ultimately, many times that's God trying to uh, bring about something else in your life. Um, after the storm as well, and I want to point this out, after that storm comes uh, the waiting, right? It's not like, okay, cool, we're in a storm one day, and then the next day, the food is here from a harvest perspective. There is also waiting. Maybe you're in a season where you see that the storm clouds are following you, and maybe the storm clouds go away, and you're just kind of uh, in a uh, you know, a weird period of your life where you don't even know um, if you're on the right path or if the things that you've done are working, but you aren't upset about it. You kind of get up and just in a, a regular state of routine, uh, but there's still that period of waiting as well after maybe those storm clouds appear in your life. Um, and it's difficult for us because ultimately we want to immediately see those results, especially as I mentioned earlier, because of the culture that we are in. Uh, additionally, in Psalm 126.5, it says, those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. Now, uh, obviously, the plants in tears uh, can go back to the storm cloud analogy. We've talked about that. But I also wanted to point out, will harvest with shouts of joy. Something, as I mentioned earlier, that we don't think about much is that hand harvesting crops, which is what they had to do throughout the Old, Old Testament and in the New Testament for thousands and thousands of years, they had to hand harvest their crops. That is difficult work. And uh, I actually looked into it a little bit uh, for this episode, and it says uh, an example from, as is actually NPR.org, uh, talking about asparagus, which is still typically hand harvested, uh, which is crazy to me, but there are still plants that are hand harvested. There's things like vanilla beans that are ridiculously difficult to harvest, but uh, I wanted to show you what it says for asparagus. So asparagus is uniquely labor intensive because the quick growing plant must be harvested every day of its three month growing season. Each plant sprouts multiple spears, the part of the plant we eat a day which have to be hand cut every day. So that means workers are cutting 14 hours a day, seven days a week from roughly February to May, um, which to me is crazy to think about. Like that is super labor intensive. And maybe you've had periods like that in your business where you're working 14 hours a day, seven days a week, um, you know, at least mentally or uh, in hard work, depending on what uh, your, your business is, like hard labor work. Um, but ultimately, we don't usually think of the work that's involved when discussing harvesting. Whenever you read through the word and you see that it says they'll harvest with shouts of joy in Psalm 126.5, we don't think that harvesting is super difficult. So I'm, I wanted to point out the fact that they're planting in tears. They're having a difficult season in Psalm 126.5. 
but they're going to harvest, which is an amazingly difficult thing to do. Um, they're going to harvest with shouts of joy because of the work God is doing in their lives. Um, and so, again, in this world that we live in today, especially in well-developed countries, we're not dealing with the difficulties of harvesting uh, from the standpoint of, uh, of a farming relationship, at least for the majority of us, unless you're a farmer. And even then, uh, farmers in well-developed countries traditionally have uh, quite a lot of equipment to help them with that. Um, but there are still it's still a physically demanding job either way. So if any of you have gardens, I'm sure you can relate to this, but also from a business standpoint that we might be going through seasons where it's difficult and you're constantly putting in the work in your business and you might not be seeing the results that you want, but just know that as long as you're doing God's will, God will bring a harvest as it's uh, promised. Um, bottom line, you still have to work for it. <laughs> so the harvest won't just show up, right? It's still a harvest. We have to go out. You've got to cut that asparagus 14 hours a day, seven days a week, right? Uh, in this example, now God gives us rest. So I, I highly recommend doing a Sabbath day off. So maybe 14 hours a day, six days a week, uh, where you're reaping what you sowed before. Uh, but even in the reaping, there's work that we have to do. Um, additionally, you know, the, the waiting is going to be hard. Um, you know, it's necessary though for a fruitful harvest. So uh, after the rain, the dark storm clouds that might be happening in your life, there's a waiting period of months, uh, not just a couple days or a week of months, and then you've got the fruitful harvest, uh, which is difficult to do. So this whole period can be summed up in some difficulty. So if for whatever reason you're going through the day-to-day -day aspects of your business and you feel this difficulty and you're like, it shouldn't feel this difficult, I don't know anywhere in the Bible that says it's not going to feel difficult uh, whenever you're working, whenever you're doing something good, or especially whenever you're doing God's will. It's very many times discussed that whenever you're in God's will, it's going to be hard times that you're going to face. And we are extremely blessed to live in the time that we do uh, in this day and age because there's so much uh, opportunity and so much, uh, honestly, comfort that we live in uh, if you live in a well-developed country. So, um, but we need to remember that our work as entrepreneurs, it may be tiring, but it's well worth it. Um, it is worth it as an entrepreneur. We are called to be entrepreneurs. We can be a, a blessing to other people. We can be a lighthouse um, standing uh, you know, in the world to, to shine uh, the light of Jesus onto other people and to be a vessel uh, for the Holy Spirit to work through us. Um, ultimately, it may be tiring, but it is worth it. And in Isaiah 30, 23, it says, then the Lord will bless you with rain at planting time. There will be wonderful harvests and plenty of pasture land for your livestock. Keep in mind, the harvest is after waiting on God and allowing him to grow it. But I wanted to highlight in Isaiah 30, 23, it says with rain at planting time. So many times uh, I, I extrapolate this out um, and maybe I'm reading into this too much, but the way that I perceive it um, is that when we've got to do the daily work, just every day doing the the little things in our business that um, are just a grind, you know, you may or may not enjoy it. Uh, and if you did enjoy it at one point, you might not at this point. And in addition to that, the planting time, God's got to send rain at that same time. So there's there can sometimes be even more difficult periods while you're having to do that daily grind of the work. But ultimately, as it finishes in Isaiah 30, 23, it says, there will be wonderful harvests and plenty of pasture land for your livestock. Um, and that is after waiting, right? And allowing God to grow it. And uh, just as an encouragement, it says in Galatians 6, 9, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. 
at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Um, and there is plenty throughout uh, God's word telling us that we shouldn't give up. We should know that there's going to be these seasons and that at the perfect time, at his perfect timing, not yours, not in the time that you want, but in his perfect timing, we will be able to reap a harvest. We need to trust God in every season of our life. We need to ask God what he wants uh, to do and how he wants to do it, because it's very easy, especially as an entrepreneur who's responsible for your day-to-day schedule. Uh, it's very easy to get to the place where um, we try to do what we want to do and how we want to do it, and we don't surrender it over to God. And so this is my reminder to you to surrender it uh, to God and allow him to work through you, uh, allow him to do what he wants to do and how he wants to do it, because we need to work with him and in his will and his plans for our life and ultimately surrender it. Uh, to him because our plans, our will is never is never going to be what his will is for us, or very rarely, right? Unless we're surrendering it to him. So in Hebrews 13, 5, it says, He will never leave you nor forsake you, which is an amazing promise. Uh, as we focus on growing closer to him, that's an amazing thing to remember for our day-to-day lives and our um, you know, our futures, etc. Now, um, I want to also mention that when storms come or you don't see the fruit of the labor that you're putting in, remember that he may be sending storms now so that you can have a greater harvest later. Uh, This is something that uh, is difficult to do in the season. Uh, it's easier to sit back and tell other people to do it like I'm doing right now. Uh, it's very difficult to actually apply it and remember that he might be sending these storms now so that we can ultimately have a greater harvest later. But he has the plans, right? He knows the plans that he has for us, um, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future in Jeremiah 29, 11, right? So these storms that you might be seeing and these difficulties, the day-to-day difficulties, we need to remember and be encouraged by the fact that he has his plans for us and that he will give us a greater harvest than we could ever think of. Uh, And it might not be in the way that we think of it. A greater harvest might not be more money. It might be a better relationship uh, with our children or with our spouse or with our friends or family. It might be bringing us into new opportunities and and ultimately into his will. So I'm not saying that, hey, you're going to go through these seasons and you're going to make a million dollars, right? I'm saying that ultimately, if we trust God to lead our lives in these seasons, then he's going to direct them to where exactly he wants us to be um, harvesting, right? And and in many cases, it's harvesting uh, and helping to bring other people to him. Uh, So we have to remember that as well. It's not always going to be a monetary harvest, but it might be. Uh, And many times there are going to be blessings uh, whenever you're putting in the daily work in your life. It's just a principle that applies to anybody. If you're consistently putting in the work and you're doing it in the right ways, you're more than likely going to see more success next year than you did the prior year before if you're doing those uh, right activities and, and the right things. Now, uh, there is a song uh, that I wanted to read a couple uh, lines from. It's by Chris Renzima. I think that's how you say his name anyway. It's called Let the Ground Rest. uh, And it's one that I really um, have enjoyed at different points in my life. And one of the lines says, um, God, he made four seasons and only one spring. Uh, And I love that because you know, spring is the time when things bloom, right? It's the time when it just is a beautiful season. We see the life that is happening in the spring. Now, from a farming perspective, that's most of the time when planting is done. But um, in a spring season, that's when we are seeing 
just things come to life, right? And God made four seasons, but only one of those was spring. So there's three other seasons that that can be difficult. And uh, I believe it's in the last verse of the song where he says, because uh, he'll finish what he starts. He started this, I know, but if you saw the plans, maybe you wouldn't go. I watched him plant a seed and then let the ground rest. So child, oh, believe, because I promise there's a harvest. And I just love that. I, I want to highlight that it says, but if you saw the plans, maybe you wouldn't go. I watched him plant a seed and then let the ground rest. Uh, That to me is encouraging. And I know it's not necessarily directly from the Bible or anything, but it is a principle that applies that if we were to see God's will and his plan for our lives, there might be a lot of times where we say, you know what, it's not worth it. I'm not going to go through that work. I'm not going to go through that difficulty. So I'm not going to go do that. I'm not going to do God's will. And so he allows us to uh, work in these seasons and ultimately uh, try to to do the daily things that we need to do in our businesses and our lives, our spiritual lives, uh, because he knows the plans that he has for us. And then as God plants the seeds in our life, then he's going to let the ground rest. He's going to let us, uh, you know, wait on him because we can't control our lives and our day-to-day um, plans, right? We, or we can control the day-to-day activities we do, but we can't control the plans that God has for us. We can try, uh, but ultimately, uh, it's never going to uh, yield the results that we would hope for. Uh, we need to, to allow God uh, to work through us in these seasons and work um, to ultimately bring the harvest that he wants to bring in our life, which can still be a difficult season as well while you're harvesting, as I mentioned earlier. So there's plenty of hope throughout all of this that if you are going through a season where you are just waiting on God to act in your business, where you're waiting for results to happen in your business, just remember these seasons happen for everyone. Uh, remember that these seasons happen for a purpose and for a reason, and that ultimately, uh, as we put in the day-to-day work, that the results will come. Uh, and if you surrender it over to God, then it will be even better um, in different ways, most likely, than you ever imagined. And so uh, my hope for you, uh, my prayer for you uh, over this, you know, I know, after listening to this episode is that you will uh, surrender over these aspects of your business and your life to God, these seasons of your life to God, that you ask him what he wants to do and how he wants to do it and have him to direct uh, your path in, into his path uh, and into his steps that he has for your life. So everyone, I thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I'm sorry for the uh, lack of episodes over the last month or so. Uh, I obviously plan on doing more of them uh, and will continue to uh, you know, try to serve in any way I can in this community. So if you uh, are not in the Facebook group, please go uh, to uh, Facebook and you can search Biblical Business Leaders and the group will pop up. It's free. You can join that. No problem where we can discuss the episode and all of that. Also, uh, you can listen to this on YouTube if you want. Uh, you know, it's not a visual one. Uh, typically, the interviews are visual where you can see us discussing things, but uh, you can also listen to all the episodes on YouTube if, if that's an easier platform for you. So thank you for this. I, I ask that you like, that you share, that you subscribe, um, that you review the podcast on your platforms. I believe Spotify now has the ability to review podcasts. That really helps get the word out. So thank you, everybody, for uh, being a part of this. I hope this blessed you uh, and I hope that you have a blessed rest of your uh, rest of your week and a blessed 2022. Thank you so much.